What is up, you guys? It's Megan, and welcome back to the Scared Photographer Podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things scary about running a creative business and all the stories that go along with it. So today I am talking with a good friend of mine. Her name is Kaylin Barr, and she went from running a full-time photography business to pivoting over to content creation. And we're going to talk a little bit about fear around that, her successes around it. And I can't wait to uh, chat a little bit about her outdoor photo backdrop sessions that she does. Um, They're super awesome. So um, yeah, we'll be right back and we'll chat with her a little bit. All right, guys, I'm back. I'm here with my very good friend, Kaylin Barr. And she is not only a photographer, she's a content creator and just kind of an all-around amazing person. Super fun to hang out with, and I'm really excited to chat. So hi, Kaylin. Hey, Megan. So nice to be here with you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on and chatting with me. It's week three, um, and I'm kind of like blown away that I'm still still pushing my way through this. So thank you for trusting and coming on here and (laughs) having some conversations. So we've known each other... I don't even know, a couple of years, three or four years, something like that. Yeah. Um, I think it's going on like three years. mm -hmm. It feels like a really long time, (laughs) which is a good thing. (laughs) Uh, We met working for a photography company together, just two entrepreneurs sort of at the beginning of their career, at least I was at that time. And we kind of connected and we've been friends ever since. And here we are each kind of doing our own thing. And yeah, it's just, it's great. I'm um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually have like a bit of a history that we, we've, I've known about you for like a lot longer than our friendship of like three years, but even longer because you're, you've been really good friends with my best friend. That's right. For a long time. Yeah. 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 We used to work together and it's interesting when you connect with people, all of a sudden things start popping up and you're like, Oh, I didn't know that you knew this person or there's this weird connection somewhere. So that's kind of fun. So if you're listening, Ashley, <laughs> hey, Ashley. <laughs> she better listen to this. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> She's missing out. We should right? have had like all three of us. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so you, when we met, you had a photography business And when did that start? Like, when did you sort of decide, Hey, I really love photography. I want to give it a go as a business. When, when did that happen for you? Um, oh gosh. Well, I started taking pictures like with a DSLR when my son was a newborn. So we're going on 12 years next year. Um, and it just kind of trickled from taking pictures of like my family and my kids. Um, I would say probably around year two, people started asking me and I really didn't know what to make of that because I just sat there and I went, <laughs> you're funny. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, but sure. Let's go out. And they would say like, what do I owe you? And I'd be like, I don't know, just whatever you could afford, consider it a gift to me. Um, because I couldn't justify telling people how much to pay me. So, um, some hardship came along and divorce happened and life trickled over. And I would say probably about the third or fourth year of being divorce separated, 
in a new relationship, <laughs> um, I started charging and I yeah. sort of, you know, just it'd be pocket money for me at the time. But I would say probably around 2015, 2016, I started actually thinking that maybe I could make something of it. Mm-hmm. And I really love the idea of capturing people's weddings and that seemed to make me happy. Uh, but for me personally, as time has gone on, the weddings that I photograph have trickled way down. Yeah. And I think that's partly because uh, creativity always seems to weave for me. So I'll like dabble into something, be in it for a few years and move on. So mm-hmm. let's like scrapbooking, did it, done, gone. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Don't know you. Um, yeah. To weddings, but I really love photographing family. So I'll, yeah. I think no matter where the world takes me in creativity, I'll still go back to doing families and portraits and stuff. Cause I really do enjoy that. Yeah. But for weddings, I just kind of like kiss and bless. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, you know, and when you're a creator, you tend to want to do lots of different things, you know, you yeah. want to try this and you want to try that. And I think that's important in, as a creator in general, not just specifically photography, but you know, you, when I first started my photography career, I'm like, I photograph everything. Like I, yeah. you're, you want me to go to a wake? Okay. Well, we'll do that. You know, I, I just pretty much anything and everything we did boudoir and newborn. I, mean, I feel like a lot of photographers, when you're a creator, you go through this phase of like, what do I like? And what do I not like? But you have to try to kind yeah. of figure out, you know, what works best. So um, yeah, creating definitely takes that into, you take that into consideration, just trying to figure out what works best for you. And not a lot of photographers speci- or, um, specialize in family photography. It's not as big of a niche yeah. I find as some of the other ones like newborn or wedding. I don't know Yeah, if you find that the same way, but I just don't find a lot of people that like specifically specialize in families. I, I know of a few like in our area, but um, I often get told that they're their rates and, and everybody's different, but I, they say that the rates are too expensive mm-hmm. and it, yeah. it's too, too much for a family who might be on a lower budget. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, and everybody's, yeah. Everyone's way of creating is differently, different, differently, different. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I mean, right? I can go into a lot of the details I've heard about these other creators, but I, I'm not the kind of person to kiss no. and tell on stuff and, like know- that everybody, um, like I said, everybody creates differently and, um, yeah, there's different value everywhere. So for sure, different experiences. So you started your photography career and then I don't know how long ago this was. Um, I want to say recently, but probably not because time seems to just leave (laughs) us way faster than I think it should. Um, but you sort of shifted away from, just specifically photography into creating content in general. And I, I'm excited to talk to you about this because I find trying to balance like social media is such a tricky um, platform or like a tricky area to navigate. (laughs) And when you have a specific thing, like for me, I'm specifically a photographer and a wedding photographer that you sort of go, okay, here's all my pretty pictures. And here's me talking about all the good times we're having. Um, And, you know, you end up sort of becoming more of like a content creator for your own business. And so it's a hard sort of thing to navigate. And I love what you did. You sort of I mean, I'll let you explain it probably, but I'm just excited because I'm curious to see 
like what, what made you kind of take this different route with your business and how it's sort of helping and growing your business because you've, yeah, you've uh, grown your connections with so many more people and yeah. So maybe tell me a little bit about that. Like what, where was that decision? Like you said, you trans sort of transferred out of weddings into family portraits and then yeah. this sort of evolved. So walk me through that. Sure. <laughs> uh, so a couple of years ago, I made a really big, actually it's been on three years. So about the time I met you, mm. um, I made a big life choice and I left a company that I'd worked for, for over a decade on and off. Right. Um, that was a really hard decision in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Um, along with that came some big choices for myself and what that looked like for our family. So I left there and I moved on to various other places because I was like, I still have to work, but I still want to like pursue photography and see where that'll lead me. Not really knowing 100%. And that's a bad idea. I mean, if you don't have financial support from your spouse, don't make a big drastic decision. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. But my husband had my back. So um, I was able to like, take on some part time jobs and try and balance and find what worked for us. So fast forward, probably about six months later, I was working in a local spot, um, local to our house. And it was a requirement that you had to be on social media to to one to be hired two to actually help the store and their sales. So I did that. And I discovered that this larger audience I was talking to every day for work, um, enjoyed my content, you know, content for the store. So I thought, Oh, that's interesting. So, okay. So if I talk on the camera and I tell people how awesome these products are, which they were, um, (laughs) you know, they would come into the store and then they would come into the store on specific days. If I was working, Mm -hmm. that's when I, I realized, Oh, um, maybe there's something here. So it took up courage because at that time my Instagram was really, really small and I would only post about clients and I would share about clients. So I didn't really put two and two together. And then in the new year, so we're going into like what would that be? 2018, 2019? I forget. But the following (laughs) new year, I started posting about myself and I made the switch. It was so hard Mm -hmm. um, because I didn't know what people would want to hear. I didn't know, oh, you want, do you want to hear about my cooking? Do you want to hear about my kids? Do you want to hear about my struggles? Yeah. I had no clue. And so it was a guessing game and I it, it still kind of is because yeah. I never know if a post is going to go viral or if the post is going to tank. I I'll yeah. never know. Um, so I transitioned for a good six months into that new year. And, and this, this was still on your photography page. Yeah. Did, so you, it's, did you find, no, it's okay. Did you fi- <laughs> I just have a question that I want to yeah. answer real quick. Um, Cause I struggle with this but I still do it. And it's probably the number one thing that any content creator, business coach, mentor will tell you is that, you know, your business, no matter what it is, is you, and you have to put yourself on that business and transitioning from, Hey, look at my pretty pictures. As I said earlier to like, Hey, here's my face. Yeah. (laughs) Is really hard and takes a lot of courage. And it does like, you have to just get over your fear of looking at yourself. Like, uh, yeah, it's, you have to get through this. 
I don't even know what it would be like just this. It's self-confidence. You have to be self-confident enough to be able to put yourself out there. Yeah. And it's because people are buying you at the end of the day. Yeah. Which sounds weird, but it's true. Yeah. 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 Right. They have oftentimes people will like view your face like like a thousand times before they even send you a DM about, yeah. Hey, can we work together? Yeah. Can I purchase a session? Like, um, so I think that that comes at the end of the day, that's showing up, showing your face Mm -hmm. is what counts. Um, I'd say that transition transitional year would actually was last year. 2019 was like the big pivotal year for me in terms of growth and connecting with other people on the platform. Yeah. whether they're a follower or a business. Um, but just sharing my story and I, I do have limits on what I will share. Like I will not share about my divorce. Like I'll yeah. say I was divorced, but I won't go into reasons why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mainly just because, well, my kids follow me. My ex yeah. follows me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that too. I'm divorced and I'm actually going to do an episode specifically on how to navigate that from a yeah. creator point of view. Cause it's really, that's a hard one. Cause people ask Yeah, and you know, you want to be open about it, but it's a very, um, very, it's not even like a, per- it is a personal thing, but it's just, uh, it's a hard one to navigate. So yes. I agree on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just like as a whole, like last year transitioning, I, I was a little bit scared, um, about losing potential clients for Mm. photography, but it's not that at all. Yeah. It it doesn't. Did you recognize that? Like how long did it take you to go, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try. Like, did you, was there like a time period where like, Oh, like, am I losing clients or was it like something that you realized quickly? Or did it like help, like from what I, I'll let you answer that question first or interrupt more. I think it's about the same. Yeah. In terms of like, you know, followers who became customers for, for photo sessions, it's about the same. It's not any different for me. Pardon me. I think it's just, it's just being able to be more open and vulnerable and yeah, it, it, all it does at the end of the day is it creates a personal connection with someone. And that would maybe yeah. be the reason why they want to hire me is they're like, Hey, like she looks like she's having fun. Yeah. But she's also sharing like her shitty days. So, you <laughs> know, real I person. can relate. Yeah, yeah. I can relate to her. You know, I show up on my Insta stories, no makeup, no hair done. <laughs> yeah. I look like I've been in my pajamas for three days, but I'm not. But then I show up <laughs> and I do glam and I'm a hair and the makeup are done. And you know, it's real life. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I do. I think that's so important. Um, in in just showing who you are because social media can be such a, it can be like the most wonderful place, but it can be the most dangerous place too. It's a double-edged sword. And part of getting past that fear is just understanding that the negativity is going to be there and you just have to just accept that the people who are going to be your clients who are going to support you and love you and your business are always mostly going to be positive about anything that you post or anything that you share so I think that's really awesome and it's it's just I'm proud I get so what's the right word I get so excited and proud and just really happy when I see people sharing themselves 
and sharing their photos and sharing them, even if it's just normal, yeah, normal things. It's, it's just great to see because it makes you so much more relatable. People exactly the same way, like real life. I love seeing them glam every day. Um, but yeah, it's like I said, those vulnerable moments are where people actually connect with you. Yeah. And that that's where the magic happens. Like I love, I love connecting with my audience in the DMS. There's a lot of great conversations that happen that um, sometimes I get told things that they haven't even told their best friend. And I, I think that's really special. And I, I, yeah, I really, really love my community. They're pretty amazing. That's awesome. (laughs) Did you, did you find there was like one moment or like one post or one thing that you did that you were like, holy shit, like I'm, I'm making a difference or I'm like, this is where I need to be. Like, did you have a moment or like a specific thing that you had done or, or tried where you're like, fuck yes. (laughs) Oh gosh. Um, there's been a few posts and I have to go back and actually like find them because there have been several where I'm just like, what the heck just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but some ones that are recent that I'm just thinking of that come to mind are like, um, I had done, I had gotten one of my kids to take a photo of me and my husband in front of our fireplace at our old house. Mm-hmm. And it's like probably the last photo of the two of us in that house. Right. And it was a very bittersweet moment. And this is, this is why it doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, we are professionals. We use cameras. Um, it doesn't matter if you have a camera, which is 99% of us have a cell phone. Yeah. That is a camera and document document everything yeah um because that moment shitty lighting horrible lighting (laughs) no filter could save that photo yeah (laughs) but I took it I edited it or I didn't take it my son did edited posted and I thought this is gonna tank but I wrote it for myself yeah right and I think that's what happens like with pretty much all my posts even if it's um a gifted item from a company I'm writing from a place where it brings value to me. And I pray that it brings value to someone else. Yeah. Um, but in that moment, I wrote that post for us, for our chapter closing in that house and moving on to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. My phone blew up. I thought my <laughs> phone was going to die. Yeah. But it was the words, it was the heart and a really crappy photo. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I then, always, sorry, to, so I was going to say, I always, say that the camera you have in front of you is the best camera you have so if it's a polaroid camera or a cell phone or an old film disposable like whatever it is that's the best camera because you can actually document what's happening around you regardless of whether it's beautifully beautifully taken (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i agree (laughs) that's a big part of Um, yeah, what we do as photographers too, is sometimes we walk into a situation and we're like, well, this isn't ideal and this isn't going to match so-and-so's, or this isn't going to match my Instagram aesthetic or whatever it is that we get told on a regular basis that things have to look and and be a certain way. Um, I think authenticity wins every time in my book anyway. Um, my Instagram is not all color coded and, and fancy or, or filtered to be the same way. And I appreciate when I see people who just, yeah, they share what they document. And that's a, that's a hard lesson to learn as a photographer. I'm sure you've been down this road too, is like, 
hey, I took this photo and it's not like crystal clear or something's off about it or whatever. Like I've given clients like not great or not like perfectly shot photographs because I'm like, they need this photo. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's the emotion there is there. Yeah. No. And so I think that's important to remember is like, yeah, like you said, that photo wasn't perfect, but I mean, it's the bet, like not having it would be worse. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like it was literally like the last last time we lit a fire in that fireplace knowing that we were not going to have a wood burning fireplace ever again yeah what we burned a lot of wood that night (laughs) (laughs) you're like I'm I'm taking her down I'm taking her down (laughs) um one other thing I was going to ask you too was like do you so like you said you took that photo you probably struggled with the photo. You're just probably sitting there like, oh, I wish this was better. Or I wish what, I mean, like for you, you're like, hey, it's a photo of me and my husband. That makes me excited. But do you feel like that's something you do struggle with on a regular basis? Like when you take a photo, maybe not necessarily always yourself, but like just the photos you pick to share in yeah. general, like, do you go through this process of like, I hate this, this sucks, but I love it, but I'm posting it anyway. Like I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's a little bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, definitely. I think more than anything, I do try to balance my feed um, a little bit, like not oversaturating with like dark photos. Mm-hmm. But if I do be like, okay, just remember you need at least another photo with black <laughs> in it. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, I try. Um, uh, doesn't necessarily always happen depending on the content I'm posting. Yeah. Um, but I do try. I, it, and it's hard Sometimes I let it go. Sometimes I, I do like, go, okay, Kaylin, three colors. Let's go. Yeah. Those are the three for the next nine. Um, yeah. But again, I don't, I, I'm not obsessive over it. Yeah. I did learn some posting hacks for things like that uh, yeah. from some other Canadian content creators um, that are fairly big on YouTube. But I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, I've got 10 other million things to worry about. Yeah. Like kids, dinner. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say too, like one of my favorite or some of my favorite photos of you are you have this like backdrop that you just set up sometimes in your backyard <laughs> with like colored backdrop and you just like do like silly things in front of it. And I'm like, These are, this is the best. I would do this. Like this is what we do. Like if when your neighbors like look over your fence and you're like taking, but like it's just, <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) From the outside point of view, people are like, what are these people doing? But what are they doing? Those are my favorite photos. I think of you that you do because they're just like really fun, like totally out there type things. And I just love it. The funny thing about that one you're referencing, uh, I did that back in May or something, May or June. And I remember setting that up and we, at the old house, there was a business complex, um, that could directly see into my yard. <laughs> like a fishbowl. <laughs> yeah. So there I am hanging out in like a bra kini thing, <laughs> leggings. I got my hair up, heart sunglasses. Yeah. And I'm just standing in front of this pink backdrop. Like I don't give two shits. Yeah. Like, and now I all I can think. <laughs> I, exactly. And, and where we live now, I have neighbors all around. Yeah. Me. They're all going to think I'm crazy (laughs) when it it stops raining Yeah, because that will be coming out. And I do have some other colored backgrounds that are going to be ordered in the new year, but I'm just sitting there going, 
what are they going to think of me now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. I think like I, that was a moment for me when, yeah, you get into this headspace where like most of the time you're like, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. if people think I'm crazy, that's fine because the right people and the people that like care and are going to support my business will think this is amazing. And I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. There's probably, I'm sure you go through this. Like we said, these like little conversations, like, should I do this? Is this going to be embarrassing? Is this worth it? It always is. The answer is always, yes, you should do this. No, it's not. I mean, yes, it's embarrassing, but who cares? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And those photos, those photos outperform. Well, the, I shouldn't say that they do perform extremely well because they are out of the ordinary. They're creative. They're fun. They're I've got ideas of what I would like to do with that pink background again. Maybe you could help me. <laughs> yes. Um, <I'm> in. <laughs> but it's just trying. You have to try. And I think that's the thing I've taught. I've been taught over the last year and a half is like, yes, it was a big thing to like break my mold and step out of it and be more of a content creator opposed to a photographer. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I have to keep trying. And, and that does come from a place of fear that does come out of like, the name of your podcast, um, right. yeah. literally being scared because when I was young, I always was creative and that was a coping mechanism for mm-hmm. being abused. So yeah. it's not a coping mechanism now because I'm not abused and I'm not being hurt, but I always feel like I have to try creating something new and that's just part of my mechanics and how I'm built, but yeah. always creating and trying new things because if you just stay in the same place for too long, you're just going to burn out. Yeah. You're going to fall out of love with what you do. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you love it, you're going to keep pushing yourself. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and through, when we go through something like what we did in 2020, going through a worldwide pandemic, I mean, how was that for you? Um, transitioning through the pandemic and like <laughs> having, yeah, right. Everyone's like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It totally does. But I, I mean, like just this idea behind having to just try new things and that classic, you know, pivot word, um, yeah. which we're both huge friends fans. So I can never say just pivot. It's always nope. different in my head. For those of you who uh, watch the friends, <laughs> you'll know, I don't even need to say it. Yeah. But, um, you know, going through, and th- that's like a classic thing when you go through something like this, where all of a sudden, I mean, for me, my business was basically shot for 2020. Um, I did manage to shoot, you know, a handful of weddings this year, but having to try new things and having to just like, okay, this isn't working anymore. I, I got to try something else. And having the courage to do that is huge. I don't know how you feel about or how you transition through the pandemic, but I know it wasn't easy for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was literally that because the pandemic, um, March was a month of emotion. So I went to an amazing event at the beginning of March and it put me on like a whole other level, like creatively. And then a week later to <laughs> the world shutting down. <laughs> yeah, you can. And then at the end of March, it was my birthday and it was a shitty birthday. Like, yeah, it was still really great because I had all my family still with me. So that was great. Um, but just in the sense that I had plans for my birthday, I had things I wanted yeah. to do, I couldn't do. And being like at the beginning, like all those March babies, we freaking, yeah, it was awful. I'm a March like, birthday it, too. 
it just sucked. Yeah. And so I pulled out my pink backdrop yeah. on my birthday and I made a video wearing all my favorite things. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of kept that mentality from yeah. there on out. It's like, I'm just going to keep trying new things, keep trying, be vulnerable on Instagram, yeah. try and connect with people that I want to work with. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was just about trying yeah. and pushing my limits. Some days were harder than others. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I had too many of these. Coffee. She has coffee. It's, it's coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> you don't know what else is in here. Yeah, no, you can't see us. They can't no. see us. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's, I mean, I say that probably and will say that on every podcast is trying is better than not you know, like it's so simple and it's that fear, not letting fear stop you from trying because the, you're all, if you don't try, you always fail. Like I'm sure lots of people say that, and I'm not sure who to quote on that, but just the simple act of, I don't know, adding something in new or trying something different is a win because you were taking one step away from that fear of not trying. So I'm proud of you. Oh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you for busting out the pink backdrop. And I hope that <laughs> we're going to have to get together and we'll take some photos. It'll be fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, if you guys want to go follow Kaylin, it's at Kaylin Barr. K-A-Y-L-N. K-A-Y-L-Y-N. There you go. B-A-R-R <laughs> over on Instagram. <laughs> She's hilarious. Um, if you don't follow her already, please go do because she does dance on her Insta stories in her kitchen with her nightclub lights on. And you <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoy that. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your story and being vulnerable and talking a little bit about your fear around the things that we do. Um, I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I have a quote actually one oh, day, yeah. uh, probably like circa 2015, 14. Yeah. I thought I was a hotshot graphic artist. Ooh. Um, really wasn't. <laughs> um, but I did take this really sick shot. It was a sunset and I was really proud of myself and I learned how to put text on photos. Cause I was like, so awesome. Um, <laughs> but it was a quote and it was a quote that I made and it's uh, this. So I'll leave it. I'll leave this with you. There you go. Fear is on the other side of everything you want. Yep. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. We're going to share that. Thank you guys. Thank you, Kaylin. You're welcome. And I will see you guys next week. We're going to talk a little bit about the wedding industry and a subject that I'm all too familiar with, but I'm not going to share that just yet. You're going to have to wait. We'll talk to you guys next week.